Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. We're going to talk a little bit about fish in Mexico. I think John is correcting a bunch of stuff around to get ready to go, and I'm doing the same thing. But the fishing has been really good in the surfs here in Southern California. I had a couple people come in yesterday that was just slamming the bar perch uh, down at uh, Salt Creek. And we are going to have a really good show today, I hope. Uh, we uh, have, uh, God, my mind went blank for a second. Uh, we'll probably be doing a lot of talking about our trip <laughs> down to Cabo San Lucas. We're going to go down for a few days. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going down to Cabo San Lucas to do a little fishing, and I think both of us have been getting ready with all of our lures and flies and stuff to catch some big uh, small tuna. Hey, Frank. John, yes. Time. Okay, I'm here. Okay, John, take over. All right. Well, first of all, uh, I want to tell you that you don't know yet is uh, our first day we're going to be uh, fishing with Minerva on a cruiser. Oh. Oh, that's fun. So it'll be uh, you, me, and Jenny. And then uh, we've got a day off, uh, which would be, let me see, it's Fish Monday. Uh, we got Tuesday off. And then we're going to fish uh, with uh, uh, Gracie in the, uh, the salsa, the super ponga, uh, for a half day in the afternoon. So we sleep in. Oh. And if we get an opportunity, we might... Uh, Either get another boat or just do some surf uh, fly fishing. That sounds great. Okay. I'll uh, make sure I put a plenty of surf flies in. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have on the line with us our co-host, Frank, uh, from his and hers fly, um, fly shop. And we also have lovely Amy with uh, Vagabundos Del Mar. And, you know, the history of Vagabundos Del Mar, I'm fairly familiar with it. Amy, do you, do you want to explain it real quick, or do you want me to? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, we've been in business for uh, 51 years, and we our mission is to help members travel safely down to Mexico, uh, especially into Baja, and uh, we help them with all of their paperwork, insurance. Uh, we even do tours uh, for people who uh, want to experience Mexico. Well, Amy, I have been going to Mexico or Cabo, actually. I don't think I've, I haven't missed a year in, gosh, like 30-some years, 32. Um, but it wasn't until about five, six years ago that I drove down. Oh. And I tell you, <laughs> when you're flying at 30,000 feet, you look down and you just see this brown ground. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look too good to me. Right. But when you drive down, it's a completely different experience. I mean, the, the rocks, the colors, the cactus, the people, and the little small towns, it's just... The only problem is, is it uh, takes a little while to get there and get back, so you, you can't do it over the weekend. 
You can't. Uh, you can't uh, just plan for a weekend, but, uh, you know, there are so many things that you can only experience uh, mm-hmm. by driving down the Baja Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the experience of a lifetime. Uh, you know, you, you, can, you can go all around the world and you can go fishing and, and you could go um, experience food and culture everywhere, but there's one thing down the Baja Peninsula that you can't experience anywhere else, and that is petting a baby gray whale. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever experienced that? <laughs> well, I know in uh, uh, Mag Bay, uh, there's, you know, that's the breeding ground for the whales. And, uh, and of course, up in La Paz, you've got the uh, whale sharks. Right. And if you don't, you don't know what a whale shark is, it's a pretty strange-looking creature. It's got a mouth about six feet wide. It's a filter feeder. And, you know, they get to be 40, 50 feet long. But they're very, very docile. And they don't mind if you if you pet them. But according to law, they don't want you to touch them because, you know, you might uh, introduce bacteria to their skin or something. But right. you can get right up and close and. You know, they just uh, they just kind of lay around on the top of the water and relax, and they're just an incredible animal. You know, when you think of whale watching and you think you might be seeing a whale off in the distance while you're mm-hmm. while you're out in your boat, but in Baja, you can just get right up close to them, and it it you can't describe it when you're out there and the the captain turns off the motor of the boat and it's just quiet and you just see the uh, a blue whale, you know, the largest animal in the world, just right there next to you, just feet away from you. It's, mm-hmm. it's incredible. You just, you have to experience it. Yes. Yeah. And, and again, the topography, uh, actually, it's it's uh, mostly desert. You know, they've got the, what is the mountain range that runs down the middle? Is it the Sierra Madres? Yes. And, you know, when you get up in altitude, uh, there's some beautiful, beautiful, and, you know, they actually have been deer and, and uh, uh you know, different uh, different things that you don't normally see. Uh, but, uh, one one really neat thing that you can see is the um, bighorn sheep. Yeah. Uh, our our vice president of the club uh, he specialized in bighorn sheep, and uh, in Mexico, it's just incredible. It's incredible what you can see down mm-hmm. there. Well, the other thing is, is they get very little pressure. I mean, some of the best bass lakes in the world are in mainland Mexico, uh, El Salto, and, and there's a, a number of them, and they get no pressure. Right. So it's, uh, you know, it's not just all you want. And we went down in March, uh, went down for with the, with the Grizz when we went duck hunting, and we went to... Uh, Flew into Mazatlan and then drove to Nayarit, which is maybe a couple hours away, mm-hmm. and went out uh, on a on a duck hunt. And there's these acres and acres and acres of uh, shrimp farms, and the water's only about you know a foot deep or so. Right. And they when they raise the shrimp, they throw these pellets in to feed the shrimp. But the ducks love those pep- those uh, the, the shrimp food, and I'm I, I'm not exaggerating. I'm talking about thousands of ducks in the air at one time, and it's you know it's like a you know it's just a a huge flock. But uh, you know we're in a blind and uh, 
the, the limits down there are different than they are here. But uh, my nephew, Adrian, and uh, uh, Grizz and myself, and of course Grizz, you know, he hardly missed, and I, I hardly hit. And, <laughs> and, and uh, Adrian went through a case of shells the first day. When he got back, he had bruises all over his arms. Oh. But, uh, you know, he was bam, 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 bam. But right. uh, anyway, within uh, less than three hours, we had um, retrieved 60 ducks. Now, if you know, if anybody's out there as a, a duck hunter, if they get three or four in a day, they're pretty happy. Right. But it is there's some incredible opportunities down there, and the fishing, of course, all the way up and down, and they've got something close to two thousand miles of pristine beaches. Oh, oh, the beaches there, uh, you know, to, to camp on Santa's Back Beach, um, that in itself, we take tours down to, to Baja, and it's hard for our wagon masters to get the participants off of Santa's Back Beach. Mm-hmm. They just want to stay there where, where as is long that? as I'm, they I'm not, I'm not familiar with it. Where is that? Uh, Santa's Back Beach, it is, um, it's north of Loretto. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, um, like, between Mulahe and Loretto? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, so, uh, um, it's quite a ways down there. Uh, but, you know, once you get into Baja Sur, uh, the southern part of Baja, it is just incredible. All of Baja is amazing, but uh, you get into Baja Sur, and it is just, uh, you know, it, it's, it's an experience. You know, you have mm-hmm. to experience because uh, the feeling that you get just being down there is amazing. Well, I have a condo in Cabo San Lucas, and I've been going down there for every year for at least 30-some years, and I've seen some changes. Um, and obviously, it's <laughs> probably overbuilt, but they don't, that doesn't seem to slow them down. They keep finding ways to put up more buildings. Right. But uh, uh, Loreto is just a more of a quiet, um, typical you know Mexican town. No timeshares, no graffiti, no gangs, and it's just a beautiful place. And then La Paz, of course, is a, a different side. Right, it's uh, um, we're just you know right down the coast, but it is a completely different thing. Also, it's the largest city in um, in um, uh, Baja Mexico, but uh, and you know there's incredible diving, incredible fishing, right. and incredible people, and good food. And and you know you can you can fly down and uh, still experience mm-hmm. yeah you can still experience um, everything that Baja has to offer you know if you uh, don't have the time to drive down uh, you know and, mm-hmm. and you want to experience these well, things we're gonna have to cut you off but I'll make a real quick comment my favorite trip is to fly into Cabo uh, drive up to La Paz. And then over to uh, East Cape and then oh. back and just spend, you know, like one or two nights in each place and fish each area. Oh, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, contact information, Amy. Uh, 
we have a great website, uh, vagabundos.com. Uh, you can go and, and see all of our pictures and our videos on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash vagabundos okay. del mar. Well, Amy, we were going to vagabundos del mar, but we were going to uh, talk about some of the trips you have coming up, but we ran out of time. That's but, okay. Uh, get, That's get in okay. touch. Well, we'll bring you back then. But, uh, yeah, take advantage of it. If you're going to be traveling to Mexico, talk to Vagabundos first. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. The best wing shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only $2,650 U.S. per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning, three cases of shotgun shells, even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizgear.com. That's support at thegrizgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course we have uh, Frank on the line. And Frank, you didn't get a much, much of a chance on that last segment, did you? Because Amy and no. I. Were... <laughs> 
No, I didn't, but this one I'll have a couple of questions. Okay, good. As uh, Frank and I are going down there uh, in about a week or ten days, and got me really pumped up. But uh, we also have uh, the retired editor from Western Outdoor News, and Pat now uh, is a contributing writer, and he's in charge of uh, numerous tournaments, fishing tournaments. So we're going to bring Pat in right now, Pat. How you guys doing? <laughs> Doesn't get much better. It does. <laughs> I mean, we're sitting we're sitting here talking about things we really enjoy. So isn't that fun? That's, that's, that's the main yeah. thing to be happy life. There you go. Yeah, the fishing, is, the fishing is still good. I mean, God, the water is still warm, and it's uh, really like a great time of year. It's my favorite time of year to fish. Well, it's and that's probably uh, why all the tournaments happen in uh, end of October yeah. into November. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, this time of year for Marlin locally, and then also down in Car uh, in uh, Cabo. So we've got East Cape, a couple of East Cape tournaments coming up still, and then uh, then right now, of course, things are going on, you know, with the Bisbees and the Los Cabos Billfish, and then of course our tournament in uh, November uh, mm-hmm. to the fourth. So right. yeah, it's prime time. It really yeah. is. Yeah, and in case you didn't know, I've been talking to people down there. And I've heard mixed reports. Some are saying, "Ah, eh, it's not that great. The you know the stripes have been lean, but they're just starting to come in." But apparently, uh, we're going to talk to Griselda later, but uh, from Grace's mm-hmm. Smokehouse. But you know, she said that they're, the boats are coming in loaded with Dorado. Exactly. Matter of fact, I was speaking to a couple of my sources down there, and they were saying that the one reason why they're not going after big tuna and uh, marlin and that kind of thing is because, and the tourist boats, mm-hmm. uh, is, is the charter boats, is because there's such good fishing for Toronto, and you want to go out and catch fish for your clients, mm-hmm. and they're having a ball out there. So what that right. does is it takes the pressure off the other fish. They don't want to look around for a maybe 150-pound yeah. tuna, and when they do, they're really not prepared for it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will tell you this. When the tournaments come around, and there's uh, one going on uh, currently, and then uh, the built fish, and then uh, the, the baby bisbees will come in up in, the, in a week or so, it's, uh, it's when the big bot guys go out, and they start really targeting the offshore Big, yeah. The big, uh, the big blue marlin and the black marlin, and to, to a lesser extent, the yellowfin tuna, and then ours is all yellowfin tuna. And uh, so, boy, it, you really get to see the the mm-hmm. top guys go out and go yeah. after the bigger fish, and they show up. It's, mm-hmm. The fact is, the fish are there. It's just that nobody really is targeting them. Nobody wants to be on the tuna. For two and a half hours. <laughs> exactly. You know, if I if I hook into you know we we hook up to a tuna and I go, how big is it? And they goes, oh, it's it's about two hundred pounds. And I said, okay, you take the rod. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's, there's no there's no joy in that. I mean, yeah. there is when you hang it up and there when you eat it and. But it's a misery. It's a misery thing. It's exciting for a little bit and then all of a sudden it settles into just absolute misery. Frank will probably yeah. know about yeah, a big a big so fish on your, the fly. It's it's a great thrill. But, you know, when you get one too big, it's a no thrill at all. <laughs> well, the thing is, a marlin will come up and dance and jump on top of the water every once in a while. A tuna just goes straight down and swims in a circle. Yeah. You don't know exactly what it is, but you're pretty sure it's an angry tuna. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we're hoping to get some of those angry tuna in uh, early November. But it was a 214-pounder caught uh, a couple, uh, just recently, the mm-hmm. Billfish Tournament, which is going on. And um, then the baby Bisbees will have an offshore element to it. They'll be going after the big tuna. Mm-hmm. 
So it just shows that um, you're going after bigger fish, and then Wahoo, and, and Griselda will tell you all about that too. Mm-hmm. She's really on. So top what's your of favorite? What's your favorite uh, fish to fish down there? I would have to say Dorado because you know um, I think anything really is her favorite. I mean because it's a smokehouse. Yeah. Any more fish that come in, the more business. But you just see boat after boat coming in with Dorado, and it just make, keeps her customers happy, and they process that fish. But yellowfin tuna. I think when the tournament comes around, uh, they love they love that because it's a um, it's a lot of fish to process, and the hat anglers are really super happy. Well, a uh, you know yeah. thirty forty pound tuna are a lot of fun because they don't you know just dive down and you have to crank them up with a winch. Um, That's you know, probably they, the yeah, yeah no, no you're fight. Right. Probably the prime the prime weight yeah. you know of a tuna for a tourist uh, charter boat. For the tournaments, though, our minimum is 30, and then we never have a problem hitting that. And then uh, also for Wahoo and Dorado, it's 30 pounds. But there's some really good Dorado fishing right now. And the bill fishing, I think, is really actually pretty good. It's just that we've just not seen a lot of boats really targeting them because of all the bill, uh, because of all the Dorado in the water right now. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, quick, uh, a, a quick note, and I've said this many times, is that as a you know as a tourist or a you know part time or amateur angler, uh, a lot of times when you get on the charter boats, the captain will say, "Well, what would you what would you like to target today?" Mm-hmm. And a lot of people make the mistake, say, "Oh, I want a big marlin." Well. He'll do his best to get it for you, but if there's none there, you you know you wasted a day. <laughs> and, uh, it's true. And, yeah. and uh, uh, sometimes the tuna are in close, and there's a tuna ground about 25 miles south. But once you go out there, uh, 25 miles, you know you can't change your mind and go somewhere else. Yeah, but, I got it. What I tell them is, what's biting best? What's really biting? Yeah, what's, exactly. You know, and, that, and then mm-hmm. they'll say, well, this is biting and that's biting. And then you make yeah. a choice. Yeah. Well, let's... It's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you start trying to target one specific kind of fish, and that really puts the pressure on uh, on yourself, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say go out and have fun, drink some beer. Um, don't drink too much, and make sure you're hydrated and wear sunscreen and a hat, and uh, go out and have a good time with your family and friends. And that's, right. the, that's the main thing. And whatever is biting is whatever is biting. Yeah. Well, as I said, when the captain asks you what you want, if you say, well, I want this or I want that, because in your mind that's what you want. I but want something to pull on my line. That's what you, that's <laughs> that's what you say. You know. and Say, look, I, I want to catch some fish, so take me I where they are. Yeah. I know Frank, I know Frank's so listening, and I tell you, there's nothing more fun right now in Cabo than, uh, than for somebody to go and get a fly, uh, throw a fly out there for these Dorado. It's a blast. And yeah. It's really nothing more fun than that. Yeah, sure they like that. to jump. Yeah. They like to jump, and they're not too big. Uh, they're exciting, and, of course, they taste great when you get them back, and they'll cook them at the restaurant. So it's a great day. Uh, fly fishing down in Cabo is not really pushed uh, very, very heavily. Because of just the way that the nature of the business. But man, I tell you, a fly rod, you know, an eight nine weight rod down there at Ladrado, and you hook up a, even the tuna to two twenty and thirty pounds, forty pounds. It's a ball. It's a great. It's a great time. Yeah, I well, I used to love to do that down there, and I haven't done it in a lot of years. So, well, Pat, do you have any recommendations for? Uh, um, for Frank, is, is about to, what to do or how to catch him on the fly down there? I think uh, essentially, you know, Frank knows more about fly fishing than I would ever, uh, ever even, uh, you know, 
<laughs> pretend to know. Well, so, I'm talking about in, but, I'm talking you know, about in Cabo, thing, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Cabo, there are just there, you know there's there's dreidel all over. You just find yeah. uh, any kind of uh, sargasso, you know what, uh, and then you get you come and get them baited up with some sardinas, and then you just throw the streamers out there and just start uh, ripping line back, and then they just attack it, and then. Um, you know, I think it's always good to have uh, seven or eight weight down there. You know, you think well, nine is even better, but it's, but you, you want to you want to be able to uh, hook. You get, if you hook a 40, 40 or fifty pounder, you kind of want to be able to have a chance at it. So mm-hmm. yeah, a little heavier, heavier yeah. tippet. So uh, I mean, it's it's a ball down there. It really is. I'm bringing three ten weights and a nine weight. So yeah, I, I think it's. Yeah, I, so we can get Sean into one of them, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then I'm going to sit back and laugh my fanny off. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. A ten weight was a good was a good choice. Then you can yeah, go I mean, a little bit heavier. And what do you use? A twenty, thirty pound tippet? What would you use? Yeah, twenty, thirty pounds. Mm-hmm. I think thirty is thirty is best. You know, the mm-hmm. Dorado has some has some teeth. And so do the tuna. So mm-hmm. I think it's best. Yeah, and, and then uh, yeah, do you use uh, floral? Or uh, mono, or does it make a difference? I would definitely use floral. Okay. No question about it. It makes a huge difference. Um, mm-hmm. And there's so many good floors out there now. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is you want to make sure that it's uh, pure. It's called pure uh, um, fluorocarbon. You know, mm-hmm. it's the best. And mm-hmm. uh, there's there's 100%, and then there's pure. And uh, it's a little bit off-colored when it gets up around 60, 70, 80, 100-pound uh, test. It looks a little off-color, but that's, uh, that's not, that shouldn't throw you off. But when you're, when you're on the 20 and 30, you really can't see that off color. But mm-hmm. it's um, but there's a, a couple of companies that offer it. Most offer really super ultra clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, believe it or not, it's not the uh, it's not the best fluoro. The best fluoro is pure fluoro, mm-hmm. and that is a little bit off color when it starts to get the heavier weights. Right. You can see it up on Minerva. You go to Minerva's tackle shop, and you'll see what I mean. Yeah, you walk up there, and the reason why most companies don't make uh, the pure is because it won't sell on the shelves. They look at it, they go, oh, it's kind of yellowish. They don't really look, it, it has oh. that, that off-color look to it. They won't buy it. Hmm. But it is, in the water, it is best. Well, the water down there is so clear. I mean, if you're looking for bass in Clear Lake, which is not clear, I mean, you can't, your visibility is about a foot. But down there, the water is so clear. I mean, you can you can throw a, a, a quarter in the, uh, at 30 feet, and mm-hmm. uh, and not only can you see it, you, you know, you can probably tell, uh, tell you can tell it's a quarter. Might even be able exactly. to read the date. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, not all fluoros are, are made equally. I'll just say that. You know, that um, you're looking for something that's, uh, that's why they have different labels. You know, Cigar has different labels. You know, one's more okay. abrasion resistant. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But the, okay. uh, for fly fishing, there's no question about it. You well, I'm going to call Berkeley and see if they can send me some, uh, I guess, uh, uh, 30-pound floral. That stuff is fantastic. Okay. Absolutely right. fantastic. You wouldn't. You can't do. You can't go wrong with that. So. Well, Pat, I think we're going to see you uh, when you're down there. I know you're going to be busy. Probably won't have time for me, but. Um, oh yeah. come on! Love a beer. <laughs> okay. no, I said you'd have a drink a, with us. Okay. I, I, I got. I, it's so funny. I have people calling from my high school saying, "Hey, this is so and so. You know, and my and and so and so is going to be here with me. We're going to Cabo. You want to sit down and have a beer?" I'm like. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. You know, but yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Gonna, well, we got to we got to cut it up. Pat, do you have a contact information? We got to go. For the tournament, you know, if you want to, if you're interested about the tournament, you know, you just Google uh, Cabo Tuna, and, and okay. what will come up is the website, and we have all the information. And- okay. 
used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Okay, we were just finishing up talking about uh, Cabo. Are we going fine? Okay. Uh, Yeah, we're uh, doing uh, a little trip to Cabo sometime soon. And we just got finished getting the information of what kind of flies we should use. Uh, I hope everybody out there that's going to the tournament will say hi to if we see you down there. Hey, Frank. Yes. We're going to be fishing. Uh, Well, I say we fish with Gracie, but Dale is actually the one that runs the boats. That's uh, Gracie's husband. And we've got him on the line now on a conference call from Cabo San Lucas. He's at uh, Griselda Smokehouse. 
And uh, uh, Dale, I don't know if you heard or not, but Frank and I are going to be coming down there pretty quick in about the next uh, oh, uh, 10 days or so. Yeah, I knew you were heading this way down, so uh, look forward to see you. Okay. Well, um, we're, we've been talking about, we talked to Vagabundos Del Mar about Cabo, and we're talking to Pat McDonald, and we, you know, the subject of Cabo is still <laughs> in the air, so to speak. But, uh, you know, Dale, how many boats does uh, the Dream Weaver, or is this a, it's a Dream Maker, have? We go, we've got four boats. Mm-hmm. We've got a, uh, a normal 23-foot ponga. We've got a 26-twin-engine super ponga. And then we've got a 32-bergerman and a 33-hatter. Yeah, uh, beautiful boats. And Dale takes very good care of them. And then, of course, we'll talk about the smokehouse in just a second. But, uh, you know, one of my favorite boats, and because you were so heavily booked, we're going to do um, an afternoon trip. You know, you go out in the morning at uh, 6.37, back in at noon, and we're going to be going out. What's the afternoon boat goes out about one o'clock? Yeah, about one o'clock. Or so. And then it's a five-hour trip. But you know, one of the I, normally most people don't fish in the afternoon or early evening. But uh, I don't think it's because there's no fish. I think it's just because they you know they've been out all day and they want to go home. That, uh, can yeah, you... yeah. Sometimes the afternoon trips are very, very good. There's mm-hmm. a whole lot less pressure because there's not too many boats fishing. That's true. Yeah. I've done a lot better in the evening fishing mm-hmm. than in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm more awake. <laughs> and from what we understand, there's a bunch of Dorado down there right now. The Dorado bite is wide open. Um, uh, most boats are, are doing very, very well. There's a couple of boats that are, you know, just aren't lucky some days. But uh, some yeah. of the boats are catching 20, 30 Dorados. Uh, tip, you know, typical is probably like 12 Dorados. Uh, the Wahoo Bite is also pretty good. Oh, really? I didn't heard um, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's quite a few Wahoo coming in. And there's not much people targeting because the Dorado Bite's so good. Yeah. Well, and uh, there's also there's also tuna out there too, but not too many people target the tuna because why t- why yeah. drive by the fish to go look for fish? Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things about Wahoo is that uh, I, I I suggest that most want to, Wahoo are caught incidentally. Um, because they're hard to target, and, you know, of course they've got those, you know, it's like barracuda teeth. So if you put the hook in, they just bite the line. And it's not easy to hook yeah. them because you got to get them in the lip right away. And, but, right, boy, their mouth are, is very hard. But they sure are fun to hook up to. And but, they uh, eat really good. Yeah. So I don't, you know, and the problem is, is when you target them, you might be driving around all day. Uh, unless, they're, yeah. unless they're really thick. But uh, if we're lucky, Frank, you might even hook into a Wahoo. Yeah, I'll bring my bicycle. Yeah. Uh, one of our guys had one of, had seven last week in one wow. morning. Well, you know, I believe it yeah, they, f- from, uh, I think the fastest fish in the open is a, the ocean is a marlin, but I believe a Wahoo uh, can reach 60 mile an hour in the water. I'm sure they can. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I heard a short uh, sailfish is faster than the uh, yeah, is that what it is? The yeah. yeah, I think that's what it is. It's a billfish, but uh, but it's it's pretty close. It's up there. It, uh, you know, when you think about a fish swimming in the water at sixty miles an hour, it doesn't seem possible. 
Yeah, yeah. But they like torpedoes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Only faster. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, one of the my favorite boats is the Salsa. You know, it's the least expensive one, but it's uh, easy, quick, comfortable, and you know, and you can go out for an afternoon for um, well less than two hundred dollars anyway, or probably how much is an afternoon trip on the Salsa? It's one ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, you take two or three people, and it's almost free. <laughs> yeah, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the morning the morning is the same price, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the, the pongas really are easy because, uh, like you say, you go out for half a day, you come back, and uh, and taking care of them is pretty easy too. You just hose them off and wipe, wipe them down, and it's it's done compared to a big boat that takes you three hours to clean. So. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's yeah, yeah, boats. but that's your problem. It's not our problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like to walk off the boat and just go oh, home. Frank, Frank, clean. speaking of walking off the boat and go home, the way that it works with uh, when you fish with uh, uh, with Dale and Gracie is that the captain will bring you back into the to the marina. Uh, you you step off the boat, grab whatever gear you have, and you walk home. Uh, they send a dock boy down pick up the fish for you, take it up and, and process it, and they do a tremendous job of, of really clean fillets, uh, flash freezing, um, and then you pick it up before you go to the airport, and it's uh, and they charge less than pretty much any other place that I know of for the processing. And if you want to get it smoked, uh, they can do that too. Now, Frank, can you, or excuse me, uh, Dale, how long does it take to get fish if you want it smoked? It's a minimum of one full day. Okay. Uh, we we brine it overnight, and then in the morning it goes in the smoker, and uh, it'll be ready the next afternoon. So, yeah. Uh, it's well, a minimum of one and day. it's good stuff. I mean, I have your your. I mean, they call it uh, Griselda Smokehouse for a reason. But uh, it is, you know, even Dorado will work well smoked. Uh, you know, normally tuna. If you get a tuna, you probably want that smoked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. smoke a lot of tuna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, the Dorado does smoke up pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's great stuff, and it's it, it's it's cheap. It's like five bucks a pound or something like for smoked fish. Yeah, it's 5 Yeah, okay. Well, but, uh, oh, wait a minute. You raised the prices. <laughs> we did. After uh, about 18 years, we raised it uh, <laughs> 35 cents, yeah. You know, everything goes up. Yeah. But, no, it's so easy. You just get on the boat. Uh, they got ice on the boat. And if you want to stop at the marina or just, you know, in the afternoon, you're probably not going to need to take a whole lot of stuff with you, maybe a six-pack um, you know, or some snacks. But, you know, you're not going to be out there all day, so you don't really have to take a meal. So you just have uh, an easy breakfast or lunch and uh, walk on the boat and, and take off. And, and frequently, the, even, even the all-day boats, you know, they're, um, the, the fish are within 30 minutes. So you go out, you leave the harbor, you make a right turn, go to the lighthouse, make a left turn, and, you know, your, your chances of hooking up are about 80%. That sounds my type of fishing. There you go. And uh, what about fly fishing from the Super Ponga? 
it's doable. Uh, Rigo, which is our captain, he's uh, familiar with fly fishing and, uh, um, you know, with, depending on what you're targeting, he, he does it different ways. Like if you're doing marlin, they'll uh, they'll they'll uh, rig up a couple of live baits without hooks, mm-hmm. and just to act as teasers to bring the bring them up, bring the marlin around. And when the marlin show up, they take them away and cast the flies. So when, it, when um, it, sometimes, when it, like with with the tunas, they'll use poppers to act as teasers, so they'll cast them on spinning reels. And try to try to tease them up like that, and uh, same thing with the rooster fish. Um, but you know, it's a lot harder on a fly than it is uh, using a live bait or or lures. You mean harder to hook or harder to bring in? Well, it's just harder to to get them to bite. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, so. What you do is you you put a live bait or a, a teaser in, and when you see the marlin coming after it, uh, you stop the engine. Um, crank in the bait or the, the teaser and throw the fly out at the same time. You jerk yeah. it just as they throw it in neutral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Throw your fly and right. then jerk the bait way okay. ahead. Well, I'm excited, Dale. And Frank and I are very excited. Yes. So we're going to be out. He's bringing down some fly rods, but uh, you know we'll use some conventional gear too. But we're going to be fishing. Yeah. We're going to oh. we're going to fish with uh, Minerva uh, two days before. So hopefully we'll have so many fish we won't need anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, we we'll look forward to seeing you guys. Oh yeah. Well, you you got that right. And they, uh, uh, you guys are located um, right downtown in Cabo San Lucas, and it's Griselda Smokehouse and Dream Maker Sport Fishing. So if you're going to be down there, there really is only one place. You know, I don't even know if any of us processes fish because they can't compete with you. But it makes it so easy. You just drive in, the dock boys pick up the fish, take it away, and you'll see it uh, in your cooler on the, on the, when you go to the airport. That is unbelievable. It's oh, so no, good. It's, it's so easy. It's so easy. Yeah. And, uh, Dale, I know that you're busy, so we won't hold you on too long. But uh, the website is? Uh, www.dreammakercharter.com. And you've got a variety yeah. of boats and whatever you want to do. And you've got an excellent staff, excellent staff, and you guys are nice to deal with and very, very reasonable well, prices. You. Okay. All right, Dale, we'll be seeing you uh, pretty quick, I hope. Okay, we'll All see right. you when you get here and uh, have a good trip. Bye. Okay. okay. All right, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com, and you can listen to the show as many times as you want. Yes, East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. 
Download the free Reno Violas Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have Frank Selby on the line with us that is, uh, uh, operates him and his wife, operate his and hers fly shops. But uh, well, Frank and I are going to be going down to Cabo pretty quick, but we've been talking about you know Cabo and Baja almost the whole program. So, <laughs> so let's, let's try and find something else to talk about, although I'm really excited. Okay, I got a great idea. Okay. After we get back, one of these weekends, you, uh, you'll put, you and uh, your friend will pick a date, and you come down, we'll run one of the boats over to Catalina, spend the night. Oh, wow. Let the girls do stuff, and we can go fishing for a while, then come back and have dinner with them. And then we have to do the following day what the girls like to do. Oh, that sounds fair. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I think it sounds good to the girls. Yeah. Well, it uh, sounds good to this girl. I'm not even sure I'll be there. <laughs> You'll be there, unless I find another one. But <laughs> oh, that's okay. Bad. He always talks shit. Um, <laughs> I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing you two. Yeah. No, it's going to be pretty exciting, and there's a lot of stuff about your history that um, that I've been learning about, and I want to learn more about it. You're uh, you're, you're not just a you, you know your career has been a lot more than fly fishing. Yes, uh, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, 
uh, and, uh, I'm trying to think, getting it out. My, uh, there, I love to get one of the little putts over Catalina and go driving all around all the... Oh, you know, it used to be, they. what did they have over there? It was like the little Hondas or something like that. It's been years and years since I've been there. So, you know, there's, uh, you know, you know, big cars over there are just not a good idea. No, and you they, use the... You use the little, I call them almost like a golf cart, but they, they're a gas run, not uh, yeah. electric. And they are a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess, yeah. I guess I get to become Bonnie O'Field in them little well, it's very uh, few yeah. Catalina is in a, a very interesting, exciting place. But normally, when you go over there, you go to Avalon, and yeah. then or maybe Twin Harbors. But uh, a, somebody I know very well uh, in the Central Valley, uh, he is married to uh, one of the Wrigleys, and they have I don't know how many acres, but it's more than a couple, and uh, they grow grapes. He's a winemaker. Yeah, and, Patty. Uh, Packy used to run that. Yeah, uh, he it's, was uh, married to Yeah, Rusak Vineyards, and they're big in uh, Santa Barbara County. Yeah. And, you know, the grapes they grow over there, and I asked, I talked to him about one time. I go, he goes, yeah, it's great. He says, but um, there's no way you can make money at it because everything has to be helicoptered in and out. And, <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know, it's very expensive, uh, even without the land. But uh, uh, it's very interesting. As that was one of the original places that uh, that they grew grapes, but uh, anyway, Frank, we're going to have to wrap it up, and really look forward to uh, visiting with you, and uh, maybe we can fill up our uh, freezers to take home when we fish with Minerva, and then we'll just go out and have fun in the Ponga and do some fly fishing. That sounds great. Okay. All right. Well, again, Frank, it's been been an exciting show. We covered kind of one topic, but that's because that's what we're interested in right now. Yeah, today, yeah. But uh, we got some great stuff coming up in the next hour. Uh, if you're interested in uh, big mouth bass, uh, we got you covered. That's what I always love to do. I okay. cut my eye teeth on Okay. <laughs> All righty then. Okay, we appreciate hearing uh, from you, Frank, and we'll be in touch. Okay, bye-bye. Right, bye. Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and we have on the line with us Frank Selby. We have his and hers fly shops, and uh, Frank... It's so much fun to talk to you. Now, we've already talked about what we're going to be doing here pretty quick. Frank Frank, and I have got a condo in Cabo San Lucas, and we've got some boats lined up. We're going to go down there, and uh, Frank's going to take his fly rod with him. And uh, we plan on bringing back a cooler full of Dorado fillets. 
which uh, a couple, a couple. Well, <laughs> we got to get enough. To, I don't eat that much, but we got to get enough to last until I go back down again, which may not be for another three, four months or five. But uh, anyway, um, today, Frank, we're going to be talking about bass angling for the first two segments. That I love. Well, we've got uh, uh, the editor of the Bass Anglers magazine in California. That's where he's located. And he's a tournament fisherman. And then we have Brian, who's a professional bass angler in Texas. So I think that may be kind of a fun mix. We'll let them go. those guys kind of talk it out and see if there is any difference between uh, <laughs> California and Texas. There's a but, lot of difference. Yeah. And, you know, Texas is, you know, you don't really think about it, but there's a lot of big game down there. I was talking to uh, somebody the other day that these, you know, a lot of these farmers and a typical farm is uh, like 5,000 acres. And they are, you know, put up these 10 foot high fences and they raise deer. And, uh, you know, to make a preserve that you can hunt or they, you know, you know, trophy deer. But one of these days we'll try that too. Yeah, I I want to get down there to do a little wild boar hunt. Yeah, well, actually, um, up where I am, I live in Santa Barbara, but here and north of here, because of the the plethora of vineyards, wild pigs like uh, grape leaves and grapes. But uh, anyway, we're going to see if we can get you set up with that also. But uh, we're going to have to get back into the show. We'll be back with you in, uh, let's see, what time is it? Um, in about, about three minutes. But you are listening to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen as many times as you want. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. 
fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Well, this this is John Hennigan, and this should be a pretty exciting uh, uh, program today. Uh, Frank Selby is a co-host, and we have on the line with us Mark Lassane, who is the editor of Bass Angler Magazine and a professional bass angler. And then we also have Brian, who is a professional bass angler in Texas. So I don't I don't know enough about. I don't know enough about uh, bass angling, but uh, we'll just let these guys maybe s- swap some stories and tell some lies. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Mark, welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Thank you. One day yeah. we'll have to get you out and do some bass fishing. Uh, yeah, I can do that. What is that, Mark? I don't know. Uh, we're getting some static from somewhere. I don't know if it's... Is it coming from one of them? I'm sorry. Somebody's moving their phone, I think. Say what? Somebody's moving their phone. Oh, well, uh, somebody's moving their phone or you're in the wind or something. Uh, by, the, by the way, where are you right now, Mark? I'm at my office. Oh, okay. Well, it's not you then. Okay, it went away. But uh, and then I'm, we, on, I'm on my cell phone, so. Yeah, well, normally it works. And then, um, Brian, um, we haven't had you on before. Tell us, first of all, where you're located. I'm located at Lake Fork, Texas. Okay. And if you don't know a lot about Texas, that is? That is about 90 miles east of Dallas. Oh, okay, east of Dallas. Hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to see if we can let you guys kind of uh, swap stories and tell lies. But, uh, and uh, Brian, is, are, are you in the, in the wind or something? Uh, yes, sir. I'm on the middle lake, and the wind just picked up. We haven't had any wind all day, and now it's picking up. There you go. That's what it is. All right. Well, we'll try and get through it. So just try and see if you can crawl down deep in the boat. But okay. uh, it's coming, coming and going. But uh, and Brian, well, I'll tell you what, Mark. Why don't you and Brian just start going at it and uh, see if there's any difference in bass fishing in different parts of the United States. Well, it's a little bit different from no matter where you go, but the bass is the bass. Hey, Brian, good to meet you. I'm uh, Mark Lassane from out here in California. I've been to Lake Fork once. Uh, 
caught a couple of nice fish out there. Been to Texas a few times and fished. Uh, really enjoyed it. Are you on Lake Fork now? Uh, yes, sir, I am. Okay. Are they, are they biting any good? I know there's some giant bass there at Lake Fork. Yeah. No, they've, they've been biting good. Today's been an off day. Uh, we had a cold front that came in uh, Sunday, and uh, our water temperature dropped about 10 degrees. Our water temperature now is about 75 degrees. Whoa. Yeah, it just kind of slowed them down. They're kind of in transition right now. Uh, right now, the, you know, it's normally where we're at at the end of September, beginning of October, is normally our transitional period. But, you know, Friday week ago, we broke an all-time high of 96 degrees. So Ooh. it was warm here. And how deep is the lake? Uh, the deepest part of the lake is about 65 feet deep yeah. down so by it's, uh, it'll, it'll, the sand. When, when the sun's out, the lake warms up. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a, isn't there a slot limit on uh, Lake Fork? They have a big, yes, big sir. slot yeah, limit, the, correct? The slot limit is 16 to 24 inches. Hmm. And, you so know, you of course, meaning that anything 24 16 and 24 has to be turned loose, you know. Well, you turn them, oh. loose, you turn them loose anyway. but. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, you know, 99.9% catch and release here at Lake Fork, so... Yeah, and then the tournaments there, they let you keep, like, one over 24 inches. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, the tournaments, you know, they have to follow the lake rules, and uh, you can have a total of five fish, but only one can be over 24 inches. So you're hoping to get a bunch of one big giant one and then some 23 and 15, 16 mass. Yeah, you're you're trying to get one over 24 and four under 16 inches. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be a little tricky. Yeah, it's a little tricky. You know, all you got to do is catch five two-pounders. It sounds easy, but it's a little harder than it sounds sometimes. It's a lot harder, yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm sure there's shad there at Lake Fork. Are they moving back up in the creeks yet, or is it not cold enough for that? Well, it's not cold enough yet. No, the water temperature needs to drop to close to 70, maybe the upper 60s before they actually start uh, migrating. Okay. Yeah, we got we got uh, low 60s here where I'm at, Clear Lake and, oh, okay. and Delta and some of the places. So they're, they're starting to move. Yeah. You see, right now we're fishing a lot of main lake points and a lot of main lake pumps. And right now it seems like the magic depth of these fish is 18 to 20 feet. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So the shed hasn't quite moved up yet. So another, no. oh, probably another three weeks or so, it'll cool off a little bit. The shad will start moving, and the fish will start moving shallow, and you'll be getting them on crankbaits and spinnerbaits and some, yeah, some and, and a, up shallow. Yeah, and a lot of topwater action also. Okay. Uh, quick question. Probably still getting a few early on topwater, okay. I imagine. Well, a quick question yeah. for you guys. I'm not a, a, a bass angler. I'm not that, not saying I've never done it or never caught any. But I know that, you know, a, a big mouth bass is a big mouth bass. But there's different strains. And what, uh, you know, can both of you comment on, on what type of bass that uh, uh, that you find in California? And is there a difference with those in uh, Texas? Yeah, I'll come in on that. Um, you know, in California, we have there's a, a, a lot of subspecies. So the largemouth bass, which are the green ones, there's basically two species of those, a northern and a Florida. So the northern don't get as big, but they, they're easier to catch. The Floridas get big, but they're a little finicky, and they're harder to catch. 
So I think Lake Fork is. Uh, I'm pretty sure they put all Floridas in there. So they have a they have a couple of different uh, trophy programs in Florida. I'm not aware. I just know that they have a couple. So I know there's big giant Florida stream bass there. Okay, Brian, you want to comment on that? Yeah, um, over here on Lake Fork, it's, uh, most of the fish are pure Florida strain bass. Now, over here in Texas, you know, we have the pure Florida, we have the northern, we have smallmouth, and then we have Guadalupe, and we have spotted. So we, we have five different species of bass here in Texas. Mm-hmm. And do you fish them differently? Uh, no, basically they're the same, you know. Uh, you know, same technique, so I'll catch every one of those uh, different species. I think you also have what's called a tiger bass over there, which is kind of a hybrid uh, bass. It's supposed to grow really fast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We do. It's just a hybrid, and uh, uh, we have other hybrid like uh, we got white bass in the lake, and we have oh. uh, yellow bass in the lake, and they even crossbreed, and they have a hybrid. Wow. Okay. Yeah. One question: How deep are you fishing today? I'm jealous. Uh, right now we're using? fishing 18 to 20 feet. And what what kind of jig are you using? Well, right now we're using uh, three different techniques: a Carolina rig, a drop shot rig, and a Texas rig. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the three techniques that have been producing the the best. So you're you're using plastics? Is that it? Yes, sir. Using plastics. Uh, using a seven inch trick worm for the most part. Uh, on all those different rigs. And I imagine you're fishing them all weedless because there's a lot of trees at Lake Fork. Yeah, Lake Fork, they virtually left all the timber in here. So everything we fish is uh, virtually rigged uh, weedless. Oh, but you got got a lot of structure then. Yes, sir, a lot lot of trees. Like I said, they virtually left all the trees in here. All they did was cut just the major boat lanes, and that's it. Well, we all know fish like structure, and no matter what kind of fish it is. Yeah, but bass love to hang like under to hide the behind the cover and come out and, and eat whatever's swimming by that's smaller mm-hmm. than they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be much smaller either, does it? Uh, no, you know, I mean, sometimes I, I think it happens there in Texas a lot. You'll see like a big giant bass that tried to eat another bass. Yeah. You know, you'll, like an eight or nine pounder tried to eat like a five pounder. He gets stuck <laughs> in his mouth and then they're up flopping around on top of the water. And if you, if you don't get them in time, they, they both die. Yeah, or, 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 or if you're lucky, you get, you, and bring them up. Or you get two fish on one cast. <laughs> that happens. That happens once in a while. Yeah, yeah that's a, yeah. that's a usually a fun. Okay, time. well we're good running out of time in this segment, but fortunately we got another twelve minute segment coming up, and I'm sure we got a lot more to cover. So this is very interesting. Appreciate you guys. So hang in there. We'll be back with you in three minutes. You're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and tune in. The best wing shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only $2,650 U.S. per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning. Three cases of 
shotgun shells. Even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizgear.com. That's support at thegrizgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have Frank Selby, our co-host on, who's a, um, well, I guess you could call him a professional fly angler. I don't know if he would do a lot of tournaments, but that's pretty much been his passion. He has his and hers fly shops. We have uh, Mark Lassane, editor of the Bass Angler Magazine and a professional bass angler. Then we also have Brian that's calling us from Texas, and he's a professional bass angler. So we're just kind of letting the bass anglers, you know, talk about bass angling and, and, uh, you know, what kind of differences that, uh, you know, that we might see between them. But uh, where would we be when we left off? Um, We were talking about different species of bass. Yeah. uh, You know, Mm -hmm. different species of largemouth. You know, they have the tiger bass and some crossbreeds there in Texas, some Florida bass that, you know, a little finicky. Mm-hmm. You know, Brian was talking that, you know, the water temperature dropped 10 degrees down to 75, which is <laughs> warm here in California. Yeah. Uh, you know, how it kind of kind of turned the fish off. Um, you know, Florida, Florida bass are inherently tough to catch when there's a when there's a downward change. You know, you have a cold front come through or, or something like that. A lot of times Florida bass will kind of hunker down and, and get really tough to catch. 
you know, we noticed that uh, at Clear Lake. I noticed that in the last few tournaments I fished that, you know, whenever something happens, those Florida bass get a little harder to catch and the northern strain are or, or easier to catch. Uh, by the way, um, uh, Mark, I think last time we talked, you were about ready to uh, enter a tournament at Bass Lake. How'd you do? I did. I ended up six. At, uh, fished the Triton Owners Tournament at Clear Lake. I ended up six. So that was my, and, my third money finish in a row at Clear Lake. So wow. I had a pretty good, uh, pretty good month there this last month. And how, how many anglers you got? There was 60 boats in that one. And then we had over 100, over 100 boats in the FLW there. I was 23rd. And then 120 boats at the event before that, and I was ninth. Wow. Well, it sounds like uh, you may, may not be getting rich, but you're paying for your passion. Yeah, you know, and, you know, it's good. At each, each event, I was right there close. You know, the weights were so close. And I was just a couple pounds away from winning each, each of the events. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I didn't win, but I was really close. And I felt good about, you know, the way I was fishing for those. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's talk a little bit about tournament bass fishing. Uh, Brian, that's something that you do. Now, is is this your full-time career? Do you do guiding um, or professional bass angling? Or tell us a bit about how you pay your rent. Yeah, that, that's all I do is, is fish. Uh, you know, guiding is uh, the mainstay. I fish a few tournaments. Uh, I hadn't fished any uh, this year. Uh, my partner got sick, and so we skipped this year. But, yeah, uh, fishing is all I do. Well, you know, in a tournament, a bass tournament, you normally have two people in a boat, correct? Yes, sir. And so you take the boat itself, you take the top five, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, most of the time, you know, uh, most of the tournaments we fish, you know, well, I guess it's split half and half. Some of the tournaments are team tournaments mm-hmm. where you bring only five fish into the weigh-in. And some tournaments, the guy in the boat with you, you're actually fishing against him, so you each bring in your five fish. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, you know, there's a, a pro-am style event, you know, which is two guys in the boat kind of, uh, kind of fishing against each other, um, you know. In a, in a pro am event, you have all the pros fishing against all the pros, and all the amateurs fishing against the amateurs. So you're you're uh-huh. kind of kind of like you're fishing against the guy, but but not really. Yeah. So if he right, catches right. a bigger bag than you, it, it's yeah. not going to hurt you, except that you you know he caught yeah. the fish that you were trying to catch, yeah. or vice versa. <laughs> you know, um, I, I'm kind of curious. Obviously, there are some people that uh, catch a, a lot of fish, and people that don't know what they're doing, they lose a lot of fish. But you know, I'm I'm just kind of curious about: is it a hundred percent talent and knowledge, or is it like uh, you know sixty percent luck? You know, I mean, there, I've seen some uh, pretty poor fishermen do really well in, in a tournament, you know, and they just kind of stumble upon a really good spot. And even though they may not be fishing really well, they're still they're in a really good spot and they're going to catch them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that happens. Um, I'm going to say if it's a one-day event, there's a, a much higher uh, percentage chance of luck mm-hmm. uh, prevailing. But once you get, you know, a two- or three-day event, it kind of throws luck, the luck part out the window. Because you can get lucky one day, um, but to get lucky two or three days in a row, uh, you know, that's pretty tough. Mm-hmm. You know the old saying, 40% 
equipment, 40% skill, and always 20% luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I fall into the lucky category. <laughs> it's nice to get a little luck, you know. I mean, it, it happens, you know. You get a big giant fish, and it jumps right at the boat, throws a hook, and the guy sticks a net out, gets it in the net, you know. <laughs> You're like, wow, that was lucky, you know. Yeah. And then there's the other times when that big giant fish jumps at the boat and it doesn't get in the net, uh, you know. So, but what about it goes, it goes what, both ways? Yeah, that, uh, that, that, that's the other thing. Time it's not in, in, uh, so I fish a lot in, in Baja, and you know, a couple of things that you learn to do is that you know, a lot of the fish that are hooked are lost at the boat. Uh, for a couple of reasons. When the fish comes up and sees the boat, he goes, uh-uh, no way, and he's gone. And yeah. also, But you, if, a, if a fish comes to the boat and he decides that he doesn't want to go in the boat, he'll take off. And if you've got a, 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 a drag set too hard or you thumb the reel, which you're not supposed to, you know, you can just pull it right out. But the other thing is, is that uh, that's why it's a good idea to actually put it on free spool uh, and let it uh, just put your thumb on it. So when he starts running, uh, you, you got control of it, but he but he can't break it off because if, you know it's you know probably about a third of the time when you get it to the boat, they're not able to gaff it or they try and gaff it and miss it. And uh, that's right. when, that's and when you, you have lose the drag fish. Too tight, they could rip the hooks out. You know, so you know a lot of bass guys, um, especially a lot of the um, you know the elite series FLW pros, they lock their drag down pretty yeah. much solid on everything they throw. Yeah. So they will set the hook really hard, and then when the fish gets close to the boat, they'll free spool it. So it's just mm-hmm. you know uh-huh. so it goes out without putting a lot of pressure on it, and you know so you can get that fish in the boat. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and, and then on my side of the corner when I'm taking somebody out that's a complete novice, I gotta do two things. I gotta use a really light, thin wire hook and lock the drag down because, you know, they're not with familiar on how to hard to set the hook. So uh, that thin wire hook and the drag being locked down, you know, will get the hook into the fish just a little bit easier for them. You know, well, again, in the ocean, uh, circle hooks are extremely popular. Uh, because you know, once they're you know they, it's it's kind of amazing how it works. But when you set the hook, it comes almost all the way out and then catches the lip and it holds tight. Uh, do you ever use circle hooks in, for bass? Uh, we, you know, we we don't over here. Um, the, the only time no, I yeah. see somebody using circle hooks here is when they're using a uh, live bait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the same here. If you're throwing shiners or minnows or something, you can use a little circle hook, but. This really for us is not too many baits that you can use a circle hook with. You know, I mean, you could use it maybe on a wacky rig, but um, it's, it's not not the standard, the industry standard. And well, let's talk about line and hook size. Uh, you know, what what type of line, what uh, line test, and what type of hooks? Oh my God! I mean, that's a, it's a, a plethora of things. You know, if you're throwing. Like, like for me, if I'm throwing top water, I'm either throwing on monofilament, not fluorocarbon, because fluorocarbon sinks, or, or braided line. 
Uh, most often I'm filling braided line because braided line's smaller, it stays on top, and you can get a big, giant, long cast out of it. And when you set the hook, uh, there's no stretch, so you can make sure you get the get the uh, hooks into the fish. Right. You know, you just want to make sure you have a, a relatively light rod if you're using one with treble hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go to a crankbait, which is a subsurface one. You may want to use fluorocarbon with that because fluorocarbon has a good uh, uh, a good abrasion resistance, doesn't stretch very much, and it's uh, uh, almost invisible in the water. So we're strict for uh, baits like that. If you want the bait to rise up, you're going to use monofilament, which floats. If you want the bait to go down and, uh, and pretty much be invisible, you're going to use fluorocarbon. You know, finesse techniques like jigs and things like that, jigs, worms, uh, Carolina rigs, uh, you're probably going to be using uh, like a fluorocarbon. Yeah. Well, I, I've known, you know, pro- things have changed in the last 10 years where most of the professional bass anglers are using 30 pound braided. Yeah. And again, because it's uh, there's virtually zero stretch to it. Uh, when, when you make a set, you know, it it, it sets it hard quick. It doesn't, uh, you know, it, it it gives you good hook set. Yeah, we exactly. we use a lot of braid here, especially we lose a lot of fifty and sixty five here on Lake Park because of all the timber and brush we have in the lake. Okay. So, uh, hey, we we apologize. Uh, Brian's out in the middle of the lake, so we've got some wind noise coming. I hope it's not too irritating. But uh, yeah, he's he's trying, but he's out there. Oh, by the way, how have you been doing today? Uh, today was tough on us. Uh, like I said, we had a we first started out. We had a northeast wind, and then we had a southwest wind, and we had no wind, then we had an east wind. And now we got to do Southwind. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just been one of those days. Yeah. Well, Texas Texas is, uh, I can imagine, because, you know, there's not a whole lot of mountains in Texas. It's pretty, uh, no. there's, you know, the, when the wind blows through, it's it, it can really blow. Yeah, and it's That's like Mark was saying here uh, a while ago about these Florida strain bass. Very temperamental. It's like anything, any little changes will really upset them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to go. We appreciate it very much, you guys. I think everybody's learned something. I think maybe both of you guys might even learn something. But uh, I certainly have. And, Frank, thank you. And uh, we appreciate you guys hanging in there. Sleep and go fishing. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. 
The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have on the line with us, we have Mark Hatch from AO Coolers. And uh, the first thing I got to say is I'm going to Mexico pretty quickly, and so I sent him a last minute email and said, Hey, can you send me some coolers? And I think I talked to him was it yesterday, the day before, and I walk out this morning and they're on my front porch. That was awesome. Uh, you get them out there quick. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. But uh, you know, let's talk about it. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, that is a little bit different that you guys do, and I don't think anybody else does it, is that uh, backpack cooler. Mm-hmm. And you know that works probably just about as well as the other ones. But it's a backpack, and you can probably put maybe twenty pounds of fillets in it. Yeah, about that. And then you can, uh, so if you go fishing in Mexico and you don't have a, you know, either you have too many where you can't fit it all in a box, or if you only get like, you know, 20 pounds of fillets. But 20 pounds of fillets is about 60 pounds of fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you put them in there, you wear it on the airplane, you know, stick it under the seat or whatever you do, and there's no, <laughs> there's no charges, and it's simple, it's easy, you don't even have to check a bag, and they're awesome. Of course, you can use them for anything else, too, but uh, they're just, they're comfortable, they're handy, and I don't know of anybody else that makes something similar to that. Yeah, there might be a few out there, I'm not sure which ones they are, um, but... We really found it's the most universal cooler that we uh, make uh, mm-hmm. because 
a lot of people just take it on the plane. So yeah. if you're traveling somewhere and you have, you know, your camera and stuff that's valuable or anything valuable that oh. you want to keep with you, you take it on the plane with you as your carry-on. Yeah. And then when you're at your hotel and stuff, you take your camera out and everything, and you can go down and get yourself some beverages and put yeah. some ice in there, and, and you're all set for the hotel. Well, well what, you, what you mentioned is a great idea because even if you don't need the, the you know, the cooling, it's it's because of the insulation. It's it's uh, 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 well, what can I say? It protects the yeah, equipment. Yeah, protects it. Mm-hmm. Yep, we, we sell a lot of our coolers to um, you know people that use the cameras a lot and stuff, just because it protects it and your camera's not going to get damaged, mm-hmm. uh, getting knocked around or anything. And of course, it's nice to be able to take it on the plane with you. You don't have to worry about what happens to it. Yeah, it's all it's always with you, which mm-hmm. is nice because sometimes mm-hmm. on the airlines, you things go missing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's uh, I really appreciate that, and I'm going to take uh, some of those coolers down with me to Mexico, and we'll we'll give a few away. Maybe I'll even be able to trade it for some fishing trips. All right, I'll, give well, me, I'll, I'll come on those fishing trips with you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're, hey, I got room. We got room for one more. No idea. Yeah. Because uh, Jenny, Frank, and I are going down. We're going to stay in my condo, and it's uh, um, that's three bedrooms. So I'm plus uh, another out and plus the couch. So and what are you guys going fishing for down there? Well, we as we talked about before. Um, what you want to do is you get on the boat and the captain will say, well, what do you want to catch? And, uh, you know, what are you targeting? And uh, the best answer is whatever is biting. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times people will say, oh, I want to catch a big marlin. Well, mm-hmm. the captain will try hard to get you one, but if they're not there, you're going to spend the whole day in the water. Yeah. So, but apparently right now the Dorado are getting really thick. Mm-hmm. And there's a fair amount of tuna. Uh, the striped marlin are just coming in, and uh, uh, apparently there's some wahoo floating around down there also. Oh, really? So we're going to go fishing with Minerva the first day, um, and then, I don't know, the second day, and then we're going to fish with uh, Griseldas uh, on a ponga in the afternoon on the third day. But uh, we might be able to slide something else in, maybe even do some surf uh, um, fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. No, I'm really really anxious. Well, I'll be but, uh, Yeah. But, uh, no, that's a good tip about the coolers other than just what they do. Oh, yeah. And then, people use them for, you know, all kinds of things besides just, you know, like a cooler. Uh, a lot of people keep them in the car and stuff. And uh, if they get some, yeah. you know, drinks or something at the store, they can put them in there and, and keep them uh, cold. Um, or just walking down to the beach is very convenient. Yeah, especially with yeah, a backpack, yeah. Because you're, you're going to the beach, you always have a chair in one hand and a towel in the other hand. You don't have another free hand to, to hold the cooler, so you put it on your back and you're, you're all set. Yeah. Uh, now, I got a quick question. Hmm? Does that backpack cooler do the same as the bigger one that you can put hot or cold in? Yep. Yeah, you can put it hot in there or cold. It doesn't matter. And we can put a bunch of pockets around, too, so your cell phone can go in there, your car keys can go in there, a small camera can go into the outside pocket. So, you know, we made it really functional, so it can be your, your one your one bag uh, going out. But, yeah, you mm-hmm. can put all warm food in there also if you want. Mm-hmm. Well, again, you call it a cooler, but really it's it's, it's an insulated container. Yeah, insulated backpack, basically. Mm-hmm. So if you in a thermos, you can put hot or cold. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. A lot of people are going to love that. <laughs> Matter of fact, uh, 
Uh, that reminds me, uh, Frank, we probably should take a, you know, a thermos or, or two for the margaritas. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nothing being on the boat because especially when you're out in the boat and it's, you know, whatever you have that's it starts off cold, uh, it, 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 it warms up pretty quick out there. Yeah, yeah. What's the temperature going to be down there now this time? Uh, it should be in the low 80s. Mm-hmm. The water temperature is in the low 80s. Okay. Uh, temperature stayed warm. Uh, yeah. Well, the peak of the season, uh, it starts um, in September, but September is not popular because of the storms. Mm-hmm. Uh, October is when most of the uh, tournaments are because the water's warmed up and, the, and the, the fish are thick. And then it goes in through November. Okay. And then starts cooling down. But, you know, you can catch fish all the time down there. There's just different species. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, now we're looking forward to coming back with some uh, with some Dorado. Maybe I'll yeah, see if I can get in touch with you and get you some Dorado, and I'll give you my recipe for beer battered uh, right, fish tacos. Go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, make make sure you take some pictures of uh, all the fish that you catch. We'd love to put it on our Facebook and stuff and okay. show people. You know. Okay. Yeah, we'll have pictures of the. Oh, by the way, um, one of the coolers that you sent me, I don't know anything about. I haven't seen it yet. And that's the new one. That's the larger one. That's uh, kind of a semi-soft. Can you explain that? Yeah. So what we did is we took uh, kind of two coolers and, and merged them together. So we took a, a regular soft cooler that's really pliable that you can fold down and everything. And we took basically a, a hard cooler and combined them together. So we, we made it you know soft on the outside, but we, we used really um, uh, stiff insulation. So it stays its shape. You know, you can't compress it down or anything. But what people like about soft coolers is that they're they're light, so they don't weigh as much as a, as a hard cooler. Um, but also, uh, when you're putting them on your boats and stuff like that, it's not scratching it up or moving it around. Mm-hmm. You know. So if you can combine them both, you kind of get the best of both worlds. You, you get something that that's rigid. You know what people want that it can open up easily and you can get your drinks out of, um, but they don't want to have to carry, you know, some of those hard coolers when they're empty weigh 30 pounds. Yeah. Um, our yeah. cooler, which is a 64 quart, it weighs six, it weighs eight pounds empty. Wow. Um, so it's easier to carry around even when you when you when you get it full. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two sizes of those. We have a 24 pack and a 64. So. Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the people that wanted a, a bigger cooler and didn't want the hard cooler, that's uh, a great option for them. Well, I didn't get a chance to go through it, but I opened the box and I saw one of those big coolers, but it was folded flat. So obviously, it does fold. Excuse me, I, I lost the, 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 the bigger cooler. I haven't really got them out and looked at them because I just got them before I went to the show. But the uh, uh, the big one, it's folded flat. Yeah, but the 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 hybrid cooler that we have that won't fold flat. Oh, I thought that was one of what I was talking about. Yeah, no, no, the the, the hybrid one that we have, mm-hmm. uh, it, it won't fold, fold flat. Okay, it'll it'll stay up. Uh, no, I gave you uh, I gave you the thirty six pack coolers. Those are the ones that that can bring home. 50, oh yeah, fifty pounds. The, the, of fish. Yeah, those are perfect. Yeah, those yeah. are perfect because if you fill them full of frozen fish, yeah, they come in right at about fifty pounds. Exactly. And well, there's a larger one or two larger ones. I thought that was the the, the uh, uh, hybrids, but apparently it's just the the the, the larger coolers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. The 36 pack. Okay. 
And then uh, I don't know what else was in there. We said, I guess, the, hopefully, I, you said there's a backpack in there. I'm anxious for that. Those yeah, are so the cool. backpack's in there. Yeah. And uh, anyway, some tips. If you buy the right equipment, and that, you know, well, fortunately, your prices are very low. Mm-hmm. But it's not about what you pay for it. It's how well it works and how long it lasts. Exactly. And, and how you prepare it. You know, if, if you prepare the cooler and, and cool it down a little bit to start, it helps out, you know. Um, you know, use the right amount of ice. You know, use the good ice mm-hmm. instead of the hotel ice. Mm-hmm. All those factors uh, well, you, uh, add you, up to yeah, having you, your ice last longer. You, you mentioned something, I think, last time we talked, is that when you prep the cooler, if you want to have something cold, you know, put some ice in it. Um, you know, slosh it around and let it cool down, dump the ice out, and then fill it full of frozen fish, and it, it'll uh, um, keep it colder longer and quickly. Yeah, you get the inside of the cooler down to, you know, even 40 degrees, 30 mm-hmm. or 40 degrees. Yeah. It helps out opposed to putting your frozen fish in there okay. with that 70 or 80 degrees. Well, you've, you've certainly sold me, but uh, we're running out of time again, so let's get some contact information about uh, you've got at least half a dozen different varieties for different things, but uh, how do we how do we buy them? Uh, you can go just onto our website aocoolers dot uh, com uh, and buy them. Um, or West Marine uh, carries uh, mm-hmm. a lot of most of our uh, coolers. You can right. go to any local West. Seems Marine. to me. Seems to me I saw them at Home Depot too. Yep, we have them at Home Depot uh, also. Okay. Wow. Well, I certainly appreciate it. I wish you're coming with us. Ah, uh, maybe next time we'll come out there. <laughs> Alrighty. All right. Thanks, Brian. We right. really appreciate Thanks, it. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. 
Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have Frank Selby on the line from his and hers fly shops. And it's been a real fun show, Frank. We appreciate that. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. I, when the Bass Boys were on, I was going to tell them my favorite story. I well, tell it, down, tell it now. I laid down my fly rod at about... I swear that it hadn't have been four inches under the water, and I'm helping my client. Oh, no, I know where this is going. <laughs> 9.8 ounce largemouth bass. You mean it was just, you, you, had, you set, the, set the rod down, and the fly was dangling in the water. Yeah, and <laughs> a 9 point. I, I say it's nine point nine. The guy says it was nine point eight. Well, scale. But uh, <laughs> boy, it's a good thing you didn't lose your rod reel and everything. It's that was the luckiest thing in the world because I had my elbow out tying on a fly. The handle went right under my arm, and I slammed my arm down, stuck my thumb. <laughs> Grab my rod, and I have a hook in my thumb, and I get that bad. Oh no! I still have the scar. It ri- literally ripped a piece wow. of my thumb. Yeah. But he's got his rod. You know, I have a, um, a theory on fishing: is some fish want to die and some don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, you can, you know, you go up in Alaska salmon fishing, you know, and the salmon comes up, it swims under the prop. Um, you know, and the line gets stuck, and you're trying to undo that, and you got a rat tail on your, or a, a bird's nest on your reel, and and you go, oh, fart! I mean, never mind. I'm trying trying to get out of that one. But anyway, uh, at the time you go, yeah, there's no way this fish is coming in the boat, and uh, you know, and it just kind of swims free, and then you pull it in, and it jumps in the boat. And sometimes you can do everything perfectly right. And that fish does not want to get in the boat. And uh, even if you get it to the boat, it's gone. So it's it, a lot of it has to do, I believe, some fish just don't want to die, and some some do. Yeah, some fight. I'll mm-hmm. tell you, as long as I see it, I don't mind it getting away. Yeah. But it's out far, and I don't know what it is. Yeah. I do. That really bothers me when I hook a big fish and not be able to see it. Mm-hmm. If I can get it close enough to the boat to see it, mm-hmm. there used to be, uh, what was his name? He did the register paper for years mm-hmm. and wrote a book uh, on fishing. And we were out, and I said, if 
take the picture or we're not getting it in the boat. So all you see is a big silver and yellow, and we landed it. Uh, it was uh, 29 pounds mm. yellow tail on an eight weight with 10 pounds over at Catalina. Wow. That Dave Strage, that was his name. Dave Strage. Yeah, a 30-pound yeah, Dorado on a fly rod is, uh, I mean, you're off to the races. Yeah, that's why I was bringing 10, because I figured that would be good enough to stop them quick, let them jump a couple of times and get them in for the, I want to learn that batter. Beer batter. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I, you know, you, you don't even have to write it down. I'll give it to you real quick. What you do is you take about uh, a cup or so of, of, of flour, uh, a can of beer, uh, uh, grind up some oregano, uh, mix it all up until it's like a consistency of pancake batter, and then you coat the fish, drop it in hot oil, and the, the batter puffs up because of something to do with the beer, that the yeast or the something, their effervescence, and it comes up light and fluffy, and it works every time, and it's so simple. Oh, I like that. I like simple cooking. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, looks like we're, we're running out of time this one, but we'll be talking to you again next week, and then, uh, then we'll be seeing you in the... Uh, in Cabo. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you, Frank. We appreciate Thank that. You. you betcha. Okay. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. 